welcome to the second episode of the Sue Boys podcast. You may have remembered from last time we rebranded, renamed. I'm Julian and I'm here with my dad. Hi, I'm Dad Will and it's our third podcast. Oh. Yeah, so we should keep it in track for when we have like, you know, multiple amounts so people can go back and say, remember, like we'll be like Star Wars. You know, when so people interview us. Do you remember some episode three when you mentioned this? And what's funny about us is we are kind of like Star Wars in that we started and then we stopped and then yes. we started a new. So it's almost like the beginning is in the middle. Yes. Kind of deal with how we've kept track. Yes. So um, is you, this the second generation? Like there was Star Wars, the second generation? Yeah, this is probably like one of the remakes, but you don't usually bring back the same cast. Um, playing us in today, that was the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Why'd you pick that one? Well, um, well, for one, it was it was a fun song and a, and a happy song, and uh, it just gets me back to thinking when I was younger that I really believed they had a yellow submarine. Again, you know, music you couldn't Google the meaning of songs and stuff, and I think the Beatles had all well in the seventies all the ultra meaning meanings behind things whereas I took songs at the face value and I actually thought they had a yellow submarine you took it literally I'm trying to think if I had one it's funny you don't realize what songs are about till you're older you like you play them in front of kids or something like ooh well strawberry fields forever was I'm trying to think I had one like that Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was about LSD and I, I didn't even think about it I just thought it was a really good song and I didn't think about the Beatles singing it. I thought about Elton John singing it. So, you know, it's just funny to, again, getting back to our generation where you took songs and you just listened to them for the enjoyment of things, whereas now you can Google the meaning, look up the lyrics, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that's why I picked it, because it was a fun song. They actually had a cartoon that went with it and showed the Beatles in there funky suits in this yellow submarine so it was kind of a it was kind of a cute song now i don't know if this particular one has a lot of meaning to it but anyway so julian a couple weeks have gone by you notice anything different in my face here only that you get more handsome with age and that you have under your right eye a black eye and a cut and you got that you get in a fight well no no that's uh uh, I got hit in the eye in the same spot, and I think this time for sure I'll get a full visor. Um, it, it was upsetting because there was no penalty on the play, and the other team scored. And I get off the ice, and everyone's like, why did he call the penalty? But typical hockey player, you know, I wish if I was a soccer player, I would have been crawling around on the ice, right? A bunch of guys would have come to me, and tried to come to my rescue and now I don't I don't play as often as you and I haven't played as long but I couldn't I can't help but notice that whenever I'm I'm at like a beer league or a rec league hockey game no one else is all beat up and cut (laughs) up and injured it's only ever you now one of those was my fault we may remember the story where I let in five goals in the first like three minutes of a game and my dad was coming by to give me a little tap on the stick (laughs) and he came by right as I was exaggerating and upset I pull the puck out of the net throw my to throw it down the ice well doesn't my stick come up and hit my dad on the chin yeah, and he has to go actually, off the ice for stitches 
Good news, though. I was so, so upset and ashamed of myself. Didn't let in another goal that yeah, game. We lost right. 5-1. Yeah. What are we uh, talking yeah. about tonight, though? We're trying well, to keep on a, on a timeline yeah, we here. Keep on We're a on time Spotify now. Yes, this is a big time. It's the show. So, again, this is like when I, you play like in the to, over 30 night. Yes. I like to reminisce uh, just to things, how it was when I was a kid. And uh, one of the ones specifically is, and one thing I find and it's upsetting is when I was a kid, there was a lot of, I don't know, like group activities. Again, you know, I, I make fun of it, but it's true. I lived on 6th Avenue and I hung out with the guys on 5th Avenue. And we, there was four of us and we played street hockey all the time. And in fact, I remember the winters and there was certain times when the weather was just perfect for street hockey. The plows had just gone by. So there was just a layer of snow and it was just sort of a little bit icy, but not too bad. You had snow banks. And you, like, I'd, we'd, I'd leave at like six o'clock and my mom never did know, you know, I just self said, okay, I'm gonna be home for nine. And you just played and you played for hours. Whereas now you just, you don't see kids doing that anymore. It seems like everything has to be organized. And I even remember in high school, uh, like none of my friends really, we were, we were just good enough to not make any teams. Right. But not so bad that we would like gave up on the sports altogether. Right. So one actually my stronger, nicer high school memories and I think a few of our listeners were in on these games. We'd play a lot of road a different with cell phones and you kinda knew where we were. But yeah, we'd play road hockey all day Saturday and like it was competitive. like we got in fights. Right. Mostly me. I broke someone's nose once. Well, they probably deserved they it. They did. Yeah. No, I play hard. Crashing, crashing and banging. Talking about you, Drew Greenwood. I'm no, Greenwood wasn't there. there. He was good enough. They were good enough to make real teams. Oh, this is more right. your Jeff. So we had Jeff McDonald. He lived on Steeplechase right. Drive. So it was called the, was it the, the Steeplechase wow. Hockey League? We had a website. We had a draft. Uh, no, it was, we took it serious. You were allowed to go play street hockey more than two blocks away from the house? You didn't know where. No, it makes me laugh because, like, when you guys had the girls and I was in high school and you were pretty busy. And I even remember, too, when, even in elementary school, like, I'd get on my bike in the evenings and I'd go off and, like, I'd bike up. I remember one night we got lost at Fort Creek. Right. You didn't know about that. We'd bike down to, like, the boardwalk oh, okay. on weekends, especially during oh, the summer because you this would. This is in the Sioux. This is back in the Sioux because, right. yeah, by the time we were in high school, we had cell phones. I was yeah. pretty good at. Yeah. leaving a note and checking in and I didn't really stay out too late but it's it is very different now like no one even kids don't walk any one, one thing walk anywhere one thing I'll say I love about my neighborhood and even over COVID you saw you saw people out yeah going for walks playing basketball playing at the park my neighborhood to be honest a lot of young families like a lot of people new to Canada uh sort of mixed income right so like the school I work at actually quite fun because it's pretty busy after school with the, the playground the basketball court but you're right it's and, very different and I guess to pony on that point when I think back to my childhood you know I'm still only first generation like everybody came from all the parents came from Italy so I was really just first generation probably extremely similar to uh, your neighborhood in that regards yeah and so there's probably not the disposable income for a lot of those types well, exactly. of sports where, you know, 
but I do find it's really organized, but it seems to be if you don't have the disposable income for this type of stuff, then you get involved more in the community with the kids around you and you have those little sports and you actually do learn a lot playing with your friends. You learn sportsmanship, keeping score. Uh, you know when you've gone too far. There's no referees. Right. But yeah. you've also known when you've gone too far. Yeah. You have to create your own rules. And I, it's, it's funny too, I think, getting back to playing road hockey, we didn't have nets. So you'd make we a pile of, well, we'd make That's a, a sign pile of a generation <laughs> being more successful. Well, like I'm second generation, so you had no nets. We had the nets, but we didn't have nice like sticks and stuff. And now this generation, they'll have all like the one piece sticks and the metal. You know what I don't like? And our neighbors have one. But back back in my day, if you took a shot and you missed the oh, net, yes. you'd run your butt down and get the yes. ball. Now they got the wings on the net. I know. What's that teaching kids? Yeah, to not hit the is, net. Yeah. Well, Soft. it's funny you mentioned that because... The two worst things that would happen is because you make your nets out of snow. And then a car runs it over? Yes. Was that, that was one? number that one, was right? One. And you'd be like, oh, you're, you're a goof. And you're like, and then you'd make it back up. And the other funny thing would be is you took a shot and you think it's a goal, but you don't really know if it's a goal. So you would argue for, oh, I don't yeah. know, about we, five minutes. And after a while, you're like, whoever was, you know, didn't want to give it up okay, it was either a goal or not a goal, not based on any type of logic other than you didn't want to argue. But we also had that problem too where if you missed the net and we played with a tennis ball, you'd oh, have to run gone. and it was like a delay. And then it was also like, it's your turn to go get yeah. the ball. Or, so ours was if you, you shoot know? it, you go get it. Oh, is that That's no what right? I, if you shoot oh, it, go well, get it. kind of a good rule. Or sometimes it was a close game, whoever was hungrier. So then you got, that's what happened too. Me and someone like, you know, one of the adjectives, like a Darren Bacon, a Jeff yeah. McDonald, one of those goons. Yeah. So I got to run and then yeah. you're elbowing each other for a hundred feet to go get the ball. And then you're exhausted. But no, I love playing ball hockey. And no, even and, basketball over the pandemic. I never played basketball after grade seven. I never made right. it. And I just picked it up playing well, at the school, playing street ball. And then. As an adult, I went and signed up for a rec league. Still not super organized. It's like a call your own. But there was a score, and it's, it, it's, it's more organized. But same thing. You just learn to play playing and pickup. It, and it's funny mentioning that. Most of the guys, I would say, I'm going to take a guess, but I'd say at least 90% of the people playing men's hockey were never, uh, like, didn't play anything substantial like junior a or anything like that and, and the ones he did really stand hungry. out <laughs> well but they're hungry to play even guys in my league the goalies a lot of the goalies never played a net before and this is kind of their second chance and you know what you have a, more of a joy for the sport when you're never really that good at it because you you really come from the heart i 100 i know what i 100 percent agree because as someone i never made no, I never made a team in high school, and I only played house league hockey. And really, I gave I didn't play any sports from about 17 to 27. Right. Got back in it. Was, my friend Greg got us into uh, slow pitch, three pitch. Right. And then from there, like you're saying, as someone who wasn't athletic in high school, what I found two things. You're hungrier because you never got to play, and there's an appreciation for getting to play. And also, a lot of the guys who were good – they got sick of it, and now they're out of shape, and they hate it because they were getting up at 6 a.m. to go to yeah. all these practices, and, and it's it's not and, fun. And, 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 too, for someone like me, I'm and 
I know I'm not the most positive we've had, yeah. but for someone like me, what I look at when I'm playing pickup basketball is like, well, no, what you never, you, you have a pacemaker. No one in here has a pacemaker. You've never yeah. played. Right. These guys all played high school, and yeah. So for me, this is unreal that I'm even on the court. Whereas for them, they played in travel tournaments. They probably played, you know, in front of a few hundred people watching their high school games, maybe. And so this to be playing in an empty YMCA, this is what's like a good accomplishment for me they think is right so, kind yeah. of like a, a me and i'm speculating but that's sort of one thing i picked up and even for me playing baseball to go from co-ed slow pitch to standing playing at labat park you know yeah. you know a real baseball uniform that was cool for me to be honest just yeah. to get there like that's my mlb yeah that's and my I think MLB. too you know maybe and again i think we have to when we play these sports and maybe the games don't work out, got to keep that to heart that it's just you, you're yeah. there for the joy of it. And uh, and I, I'm better at doing that at basketball. I'm going wrong. I'm competitive. I get mad. Hockey, though. And, I, and my theory is because I played hockey when I was a kid, I'm upset that I'm not better at it. Whereas the other sports, it's like, well, you never even play. It's just amazing you're even here. Right. Whereas but with I, hockey. But I agree with again, you. Again, it's... Uh, I can't disagree with that, and like that's why I've given up playing in net. It's just after a while, it's like it's hey, only uh, so fun know, to lose like, every game nine, uh, ten, eleven, one, eleven, two before it loses not, its excitement. And when you think you're not a bad goalie, and you have the worst goals against average in the league, but the highest save percentage. But but getting back to and you know like as a kid too, I, I find like there wasn't as much the games around the house and video mm -hmm. games and things to watch so i got a couple things and i think you're going to find them funny but i'm also realizing i think i was pretty serious attention deficit disorder because i used to uh had a super ball and there was a hallway in my house so what's a super ball for a young super people? ball is like a little ball like that really like bounces so like really a, hard like a bouncy hard little, bouncy ball. yeah but it's really small it's like about three quarters of an inch to an inch in diameter like a marble and no, but it bounces. It's like really... So bouncy marble. Like, yeah, like an okay. Indian rubber ball. Like it just bounced. So I, there was a doorway and at the other side of the... A long hallway, the other side of the doorway where there's two doors. But I was facing a wall. So I'd bounce the ball off the wall. And it would have to get through the doorway to be a goal. And so the first shot would be like Team Canada. And I... Team Canada shoots and I'd stop. And then Team USA. And I'd keep stopping it and then keep track of the score. But I think it helped me to be kind of a really reflex goalie because I do yeah. it for hours. But I think about it now going, what? Like, it was a little bit weird that I created this game because... It, We're so similar, man. We're like so I similar. Just, I would do that I was stuff. so bored. Well, I would do that. You weren't... You know what? We, it's funny to hear that because obviously I was... When I was a kid, an only child. You weren't yeah. an only child, but your brother was a fair bit older and you yeah. had a sister who wasn't into sports. She's right. into the podcast. Which is yeah. Good. But where I'm going with this is I'd go into my ba or our basement and I'd play mini sticks alone. Same to you. Yeah. But I wouldn't create like team. Well, actually, no. I remember when I was younger, I would pretend I was, I was never the NHL. I was always on yeah. the Greyhounds. The right. OHL yeah. was a bigger deal. But then I'd have like, I'd pretend like, like effectively that each family member was like its own <laughs> NHL team. Do you remember me doing that a bit? I guess. Yes, like playing out and it. imagining. Yeah. I was never goalie. Though. I was forward. I was yeah. But no, we're I'm, we're quite I'm, similar. It's I'm funny. I didn't kids, know that. 
And I had this other game. Now, this one was quite unique, and I should have patented it. Uh, it almost reminds me, when I was a kid, there used to be a, it was like a football game, and all you had was a kicker. So not tackle ball. No, you had a kicker, and you manually have to hit the head, and it would kick the ball through the... Like rock'em, sock'em, robots, yeah, exactly. something like that? Yeah, but it was, it was the funniest thing, but we had cheesy. So what I would do is I'd get a, the old toilet paper like a toilet paper roll, obviously when it was done. And I'd stand at one end of the house and I would put pillows, six pillows, uh, progressively to the other end of the, okay. you know, from the dining room to the living room. Yeah. And so you had to take the toilet paper, you'd go back and you'd have to fire it and it'd have to land on the pillow and then you could walk to there. You know, you're what trying to move forward by throwing. Oh, okay. And it was harder than you think. And then you think, oh, man, it's like you only have five chances. So you're on the fifth chance and you have to try and heave the toilet paper roll. So you can, you would. So I'm creating all of these games. And then if you got a touchdown, you put the toilet paper roll down and you pick what you thought was a field goal and you try and kick a field goal. We're so <laughs> similar. I, would, I always thought, but they would funny. never do that now, right? Because you have all these video games and. All these other things, I'm just wondering. No, what I I bet behind the scenes, you're you're right. It's not going to be there's overstimulation. I hate the tablets and the phones. And yeah, like I don't have on one. Phone and I, I do bet though, if you took those away, I, I do think kids are probably more creative and imaginative than you think. Yeah. But I I also believe too, everyone's a product of their era. Right. And why? And I think that kind of stuff does kill imagination. Because I'm like you, I like creating. Games, even now with my, this may sound kind of a nerd, but yeah. playing the NHL video games, I'll create little, like I'll create teams and then play them. I almost like it more as a simulation than actually playing with the controller. Right. Creating the games creating and the leagues the and simulating. Like I've always been big into that, and the fantasy want, sports. Yeah. Um, but again, stuff. I mean, hopefully, like I said, I'm just as bad. I got to start cutting myself off on my cell phone. Oh, do you bet on sports? You never talk about yeah, it. No, no one would know. No I'm one would know if they caught. And... I just got to lose my mind. Just our mom's just saying, it. do you know dad plays <laughs> online gambling? Does he ever well, talk about it? Speaking of She's sports. <laughs> yeah, and watches. That's the other one. Speaking of sports, the, uh, well, we'll move on from there. But again, it was, it was fun as a kid but now I'm realizing maybe it was attention deficit disorder there was the NBA all-star all oh, and, I, and I, I know and I have the final score here team LeBron 1694 to team Giannis 1596 it was sounds it was about a, right it was a close game how would am I, I I never understood the allure of an all-star game like for the money it probably costs to go, I'd rather just see a really good regular season game where there's maybe four or five all stars in the game, but they're trying. How many times can you watch someone just walk in uncontested I, and do a what? 360 I, dunk? Like I, how yeah. many after a while? I know it's just you don't have to settle. It's just a fun thing for everyone. They'll have their slam dunk contest or you know hardest shot. They and should play. You know what? The NBA, the NBA should do like the NHL. Play a three-on-three three tournament. That would be exciting. Yeah. I Games up to that. fifteen or whatever, twenty-one, you know what? and to play a three-on-three three tournament. And half court would be great. All you have to do to make it exciting is you make them play for money, and then you'd be surprised. But now the problem getting, is with these guys; they make so much. I think you should go reverse. I still you should take money away. 
I make it a negative withdrawal. I still think they'd like the money. You'd be surprised. So getting back to the Super Bowl. The one a month ago? Yeah, Sio Pepino was wrong. Philly. They almost hit 50, though. I was thinking about that. They See, went to overtime. Well, uh, I was surprised. I know. You said was Philly watching, was going to crush them. And I, I bet was, on it. I was surprised. But I have to say, now that I look at it afterwards, Philly had a cakewalk into the Super Bowl, uh, beating the Giants, who beat my Minnesota Vikings, who I never really was that excited about. And then they played San Francisco with a four-string quarterback <laughs> yep. who got hurt. And then they put in the third-string quarterback. Who I thought they should have just ran a wildcat with McCaffrey they at that point. They probably should have, yeah. Really? So anyways, they really didn't have any competition. So they, I, they weren't used to playing from behind. They were never really in a tough game. Well, and I think what showed, too, two things. So I took your advice. Uh, Philly's going to win. Plus, I wanted to cheer for Philly. I liked them more. Right. And I lost my bet. But anyways, once the game started, I realized two things. One, it's hard to bet against the the better quarterback. No, like, Jalen Hurts is good, but I do think Mahomes is probably the best quarterback. And it, it felt yeah. like betting against Tom Brady in a way. You're like, yes. And the second thing is Philly, you're right. They can't score com- from behind because they don't score quick. And what I found was... They were doing a great job, you know, and they're running the clock. And But that doesn't matter if every time you get your five, six, seven-minute drive and score, you turn the ball back over, and every time you give up another score in like a minute, two minutes, like, you know, they'd have this big drive. Casey gets the ball back. Two and a half minutes later, Philly's back on offense. Yes, and Philly's defense was horrible. They were terrible, right, right. <laughs> It was like, yeah, so congratulations to Kansas City. And uh, they win one more in the next couple of years. They'll start to be What's talked about like uh, the Patriots. Like well, the what Patriots. is that for them? They've, in the two. last four years, they've won two, been to three. And what is it, like five straight conference championships? Yeah. So they're oh. getting, that's, yeah, that's similar ish to New England's heyday. Now, uh, one of the sidetracks leading up to this was because there was two African-American quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. And, I mean, personally, the NFL plays itself off on these, like they're creating change or something, or they're moving towards change. Can she read the back of the helmets? They're ending racism. Right. You know, remember the Colin Kaepernick, and I'm going to mention him shortly. And I find it disingenuous because for one Jalen Hurts and uh, Mahomes they're just great quarterbacks I wish they would just say we got two great quarterbacks never mind anything else and when that's finally when, when everybody says that in context then it's finally we're moving somewhere right but when they start to bring all that stuff up I think it just brings it back and and that's this is why I think the, the NFL is disingenuous you got 32 you know, white owners. You go, Who get to come get the trophy when the team yeah. wins. That boggles <laughs> my mind. It doesn't okay. go to a coach right. or a player. So go okay. on, though. So now you got Roger Goodell, who <laughs> makes $64 million a year. $64 million. You got all these guys. Okay, you're saying the athletes are played quite well. None of their contracts are guaranteed. And, you know... Yeah, guaranteed. They also have a four-year career, most right. of them, if Four-year career. 
at we'll say the five, average six million. So maybe. maybe they make twenty million. They get taxed Tax. on half of that. I'm sure th- they bring good change to a lot of their families and so maybe some generational wealth and their kids will be able a lot to of them school. actually blow it exactly <laughs> so because the the thing is and know what i learned it on a small scale the problem is when you're making that money you pick up spending habits exactly and what i've heard too is a lot of the guys are you know not every everyone's spending like they're Tom Brady, but no one makes Tom Brady money. Exactly, yeah. You know? They should almost have it where a percentage like they should be paying Roger Goodell sixty four million. They should take like maybe twenty four million and take forty million and create, I don't know, a fund or uh, where financial advisors help they have the, all the that. players they and have the, all you know that, what? I just I just they just I say have a line. Such a, and then you there was in uh, Kaepernick had a show and I watched it and one of the things and I thought it was really telling was he re, you know he he kind of showed like the slave trade and football is sort of the same thing where you know you know you have these owners or people that own the land and they're taking players based on you know, their size and all that kind of stuff. The, well, it's all physical based. It's all physical. And, and it's like, man, I never really thought about it in that context. So like Colin Kaepernick, I just, you know, I, I thought it was just great. Everything he had to do. And I and I mean, you need to see more of that media. To, and the other thing I just find horrible is there's uh, 70% of the NFL is black or African-American players. And Oh, there's only five out of 32 coaches. So 16% of the coaches are African-American, whereas 70% of the players are. In the NHL, 70%, again, the same number, 70% of the players are American or Canadian, and 100% of the coaches are American and Canadian. Like, so it's the exact same number of players, and yet, like, it's just... It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, most of the coaches, most of the, the infrastructure, the owners, it should be more reflective of the players on the ice you know, or the, the people playing, right? That's why I just find it so disingenuous that they come out and say, oh, yeah, we're heading for change and all that, and they're not. Yeah, and, and I felt and cares I just, about... I just, I just, it drives me crazy do you when they play? talk about it. Like, stop talking about it. Just do some real change. The just, NFL, just, the NFL cares about one color, and yeah. it's green. I would think so, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's been that way for a while, and I, I agree with you. And even, too, actually, it's funny, one of my friends and I, we did a... But wouldn't you, getting back, wouldn't you find it weird if you watched an NHL game and most of the coaches were, Europe. like, from European coaches and, and, yeah. and, and like... <laughs> You know, well, honestly, even you'd actually, be like, how come all the players are Canadian well, and American, even, and most of the coaches are European? Well, actually, where I, where I thought you might have been going is even looking at that. You're almost surprised where I actually thought you were going to go is why aren't there more European coaches in the NHL? So many exactly. great players. There should You're be more me, European you know, coaches and, in the NHL, and there should be more African American coaches in the in NFL. The, it's not a language should barrier. Be, the numbers it's not of a language players, barrier, especially with the NFL, be reflective. They don't speak English. No, I, I I agree with you. It's been I I find a lot of it is is 
it's again, it's about money. It's as they right. see society's view changing, they're not they're not taking this onus because they they care about. They're taking this onus because they're sort of seeing they're trying to the mood of society change, what it is. and they want to get in on and it. And they want to show, hey, yeah, we, we, care. we care, and they don't care, right? No. But anyway. No, the NFL, there's two. The NFL and FIFA are two. I think that it's almost <laughs> universally, like, you love the product so much. I love watching the NFL. I love watching the World Cup. Exactly. But everything sure, else you hear about them, you're like, oh. And I'm sure... <laughs> The, the money does filter to the players and, and the trickle down communities and it is getting better and better but it's far from perfect and they play it off as they're doing all these great things and there's a lot of improvement that can be well and the NFL sure. is trying I think to do a, a kind of a balancing act because at the end of the day the NFL knows that its main fan base is probably that kind of See, get too political. That that right wing U.S. the military is their big sponsor, right? So they yeah. the NFL for generations now has kind of been about that rah rah USA USA, right? And so that that's probably what goes in line with the disingenuous parts but, you know, of time. I don't live in the U.S. and I've never played professional football. I don't know the dy- dynamics behind it. Or anything. I have heard from reading but, uh, one of the so more racially divided it. sports. Right. No, even when you look at the positions, what you find with the NFL, it's not even okay. It's you know seventy percent of the whole league is African American. Go break it down by position. Right. Running backs, receivers. Right. Think, right. And then you start thinking linemen. I think some more even mixed, but then on you know quarterbacks are still mostly white. So it's. When you look at position, right. you, you even see some trends even more on yeah. a kind of a micro Hopefully, you're gonna, they have to make a more concerted effort to it, – and it's the people in the power positions that present the real change, and that's where the more diversity is needed and different points of view. And I, to me, I can't stand Roger Goodell, and I, he would be the number one person that I would throw out of there. And it's sixty-four million dollars. Well, just, here's, I, I can't even. Do you remember say a it. few years? I ago, can't even say it's sixty-four you know what, million dollars. All these guys, you, you get to that <laughs> level of power and, and money, or whatever. Crazy. Remember a few years ago, Robert Kraft, the New England owner, he's got in trouble. He's at the he's at the yeah. rub and tug. Yeah. The yeah. day of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, I don't want to throw that one off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Player, they would have got thrown out of the, the game. game. You're right. The league. You're right. It's like okay, well, remember so when I guess they, we got a double standard? They kicked Josh Gordon out of the league for smoking weed. Yeah. No, the end of, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, anyways that's our rant on that. I guess. But no, rant. good good, good points, and, and you're right. But at the end of the day, you know what? Everyone watches the Super Bowl, and, and they know that. Yeah. So hopefully moving forward, we have my playoffs on Monday night. It's going to be, well, we'll see what happens. We finished in last. Playoffs? <laughs> and uh, we're out on the Thursday. Uh, we improved a lot, but just. Led the league in attendance again. A funny thing. North Pole. Remember I complained about Marquee? Using, using di- players that I'd never seen before? Yeah. Well, they played the Stars, who are a really good team, and they were beating the Stars, and then the Stars goalie got hurt. But then, af- but during the game, everyone's like, who was playing for Marquee? So one of the player reps for the Stars went, to the convener and said, who's in their lineup? 
right, and said, I don't know if this is, mm-hmm. they're, they're players that are supposed to be in the league. And as it showed, they weren't. And so Marquis forfeited the game. Good. Good. And I was good. They probably should have forfeited. I get, it's too late for me now. And I mean, we've lost enough games. I, you know, we shouldn't be in the top four based on, you know, we just didn't win enough games. But you know what? Good, good on Marquis. And I think, uh, you know, it's that, sort of a gentleman's sport. And it's sort of frustrating when, and even in our Monday night league, we got the playoffs coming up. Guaranteed, there's going to be players missing, and other teams are going to pick up better players to try and win the game. And it's just sometimes you're like, man, this I is gentleman sport. We had, you're like, come on. We had that happen in ball hockey, co ed right. ball hockey. What drives me nuts about that, and this is what I've always said. How does that feel good? Like, same with like when the Astros were, were banging on the yeah. garbage. I never understood if I don't. I hate losing. We all know that. Yeah. But I don't. I, hadn't I don't want to cheat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I never understood though how it would feel. What did you prove to say? Oh, if we go pick up four guys who aren't yeah. on our team, we can. And yeah. why would you want to? Like, you want to win yeah. with your team. In my mind, that's our team. Exactly. That's our group. Let's see what we can do. Not let's pull in four or five ringers and crush someone. Hey, and to be in all fairness, I'd rather lose than do that. In all fairness. It's easy to win in these men's hockey leagues or any of them. Not for us. Well, it's easy to win. You just get a bunch of good players and put them together. But it's hard to win when you're playing with your friends and your buddies. Your son's the goalie and 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 you're trying to put a team. But what is winning in the end anyways, right? What are you going to put your... Even if we won, who cares? I would have cared. You know, no, it would have, would you'd care, but the only way to win is you would have to pick up all of the best players, right? And the game would end, and for the most part, everyone would go on their way, You and then no one would go up for a drink or do anything, so I don't Yeah, no, I agree with you, and you say, like, I know the Astro, the same to me, what did you prove? If you know what pitch is coming, you can... Yeah, like any no, team could hit the ball if they knew if what exactly. pitch was coming. Yeah. What did you prove? Right. Really. Except but. for the '79 Blue Jays. <laughs> were they? They were. <laughs> they were very good. No. There's a few Tigers teams there in the '90s too. That's true. I think it was the '90s. Anyways. Well, uh, we I know we love our skits. We're sort of going through a creative rebrand as well. We're trying to yes, we're trying find to a better it. balance. Some new some new Neutral. friends. Neutral. Um, to get maybe, on here. Maybe one of these days, too, we'll have a... We uh, might... You're famous. You got shouted out on a watch podcast. We might even be, be able to bring in a real guest one day, maybe. Yes. I'm sure we A will. watch aficionado. Well, I think once we get to 10, that'll be... 10 listeners? Yeah. <laughs> 10 <laughs> podcasts. And if we get one listener per podcast, that'll count as 10. And then we, we'll start to branch You start up. turning your phone off, because that's going to get picked up oh, in the so background. Sorry. So sorry. All good. All good. Well, thank you again for listening, whoever is listening to the Sue Boys podcast. I hope you enjoyed our stories rambling a bit, but that's okay. That's all right. We do it all the time. I'm Julian. And I'm Dad Will. Have a lovely night. Oh, one last thing. If you look out into the west tonight, Venus, very bright, just above it to the left, Jupiter. Go treat yourself to some star while planet gazing. Have a good night. Have a good night.